I think this is the beginning of a beautiful friendship. Take one. Do you want anything from the shop? Chocolate. It doesn't say anything about a chocolate. Hello and welcome to the Spool Podcast. I'm Nigel Wheatley and I'm here as always with Pork McGo and, and we are joined by a very special guest, arts writer, novelist and mother, Ethna Shortall. Hello Ethna. Hello Nigel, thank you for adding mother there. I'll try and bring some maternal insight to the Oscar nominations. Yeah. So on this episode, we're going to be taking a look at what's in the running for this year's Academy Awards, which takes place this Sunday night. It's become a bit of a tradition. We talk about the thing. We have a WhatsApp group called Oscar Podcast that we use throughout the year. Is it our 10 year yet of betting on them or watching them together, kind of? It's more. Probably. We started doing it in college. So oh, yeah. The first one was in Anne-Marie's Anne Marie's, house, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah. 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 I think it's about think 15 it's... years. I have a memory of oh, Return okay. of the King winning, which would make it about... Oh, five or oh six. So what we do to anyone listening who um, can't remember, uh, we prepare a list, we do ballots, we bet. So what we've done is, but rather than do this the, in the days just before the Oscars when everyone knows probably what's going to win, we do mm. it a couple of days after the nomination. So um, we're going to go through what we've picked, what we think will now actually win and then kind of also what will win. And we also do every category now because that way you're invested and you'll actually stay up to watch the entire thing as opposed to just looking for the highlights. Yeah, so yeah, exactly. And it makes it much more likely that there'll be a bit of variation and someone will lose based on live action short or makeup and hair or something. Mm -hmm. um, anyway, let's kick off with the oldest category, supporting actor. Why is it the oldest category? Because all of the nominees are incredibly old. Oh, uh, so, I thought it was a real. No. I thought it was the first ever. So category. Brad Pitt is the youngest, and then we've wow. got wow. Uh, Tom Hanks. We've got it's a Brad Pitt for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Tom Hanks for A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. Uh, Anthony Hopkins for The Two Popes. Al Pacino for The Irishman, and Joe Pesci for The Irishman. Mm. Um, I think I always love this category because it kind of shines a light on I think everything. You know, what memorable the forgotten men. Well, kind of the forgotten screen. men. Yeah, and it's all these. It's been a tough year for white men. Yeah, yeah. Good. they're getting been. some. Yeah, yeah. so no, but it usually is a good way of bringing some other films into the conversation. Um, unfortunately, here these are all pretty much like films that are in the running already for yeah other, like there's no shocker there's nothing um, international I think there what, they're like all Hollywood that. royals and probably as well 60% yeah. of them yeah. yeah I think an upset could be Joe Pesci he's currently 16 to 1 I thought he was fantastic in The Irishman um, Brad is Al Pacino on better odds because I thought he was better in it no, no it's Joe he, Pesci it's like Brad Pitt okay. then Joe Pesci then maybe Al Pacino so okay. it might yeah. be worth because I'm trying to think back of the shocks from last year and the only one that stuck out was Glenn Close and Olivia Colman oh yeah I tried to look back but couldn't find out what odds like I imagine Glenn Close was like a lock last yeah. year and then Olivia Colman won so hopefully there'll be one or two surprises and this could be one yeah but if not Brad Pitt winning his first Oscar for acting mm -hmm. he won it as a producer for 12 Years a Slave as far as I remember um, but his uh, is pretty special um, all the others have Oscars as well so actually it's five Oscar winners five white um, American actors Like, so it's not exactly that uh, glamorous anyone seen The Two Popes? I have yeah I saw it I thought it was pretty good it was enjoyable Two old lads talking about religion. Yeah. As a former employee of a Pope, um, I found it very interesting learning about cardinals and all that kind of thing. Mm. Uh, so anyway, supporting actress. It's a little bit more... It's actually, pretty... There's no diversity here in terms of... Yeah. Um, in terms of actual ethnicity or anything Okay, give like us that, all but. the nominees. So, supporting actress. Kathy Bates for Richard Jewell. 
Laura Dern, Marriage Story, Scarlett Johansson, Jojo Rabbit, Florence Pugh for Little Women, and Margot Robbie for Bombshell. So no men in this category now? Um, no, it's supporting actress, so... Yeah. Disappointing. Um, yeah, but everyone Florence is kind of saying Laura Dern's a lock. Yeah. Like, that she's she's phenomenal in that, but she's also just had a general comeback in her career of the last two, three years. I mean, The Big also Little in, Lies, I also think. Also in Little Women. Yeah, Little yeah. Women. Like, I think year. it's her time. <laughs> Much like Brad Pitt. Also, Bruce Dern's daughter. Maybe he'll be her plus one at the awards. Yeah, I don't know. Has he got an Oscar? No, he's nominated, I think, for her. the black and white one with... Oh, it's not Nashville. It's like... Alexander Payne's yeah. film called... Oh, it'll whatever come back the city's to called. Yeah, yeah. come back in. Um, but I don't think he'd, he'd won then. Uh, I've seen... Has anyone seen Bombshell? Yes. No. Yeah. I, well, let, me, let me bring in my maternal bit. I saw this at a parent and baby screening at the lighthouse, which they put on. And like, could you pick a better film to target women on maternity leave? No, you could not. It was absolutely bedlam. It was full of full of screaming yeah. babies. Yeah. Um, yeah, I thought it was good. Not brilliant, but the performances are great. And I, I think it's up for hair and makeup, is it? I know yeah. yeah, that's kind and of the favourite for that. That is where it, like, it's shone. They, As the fox. Which, maybe, mm. yeah. yeah. I mean, they make all the women look identical, uh, which whilst also still being different actresses obviously which is the whole idea that like people on the network all had to look like blonde yeah. have the same sort of noses and you know be interchangeable with yeah them. it's good it's a little bit fair. the performances I think and it's right that it's gotten the performance uh, awards and that rather than the film itself which is a bit lighter isn't it um, I haven't seen Richard Jewell but it's about the 1996 Atlanta bombing is that in cinema now next week it's out no it's out weekend. at the moment yeah. yeah it's kind of got was mixed you know, news yeah it's mm. getting a bit of controversy for the Olivia Wilde character She's playing yes, a journalist she's and they're kind of saying like, herself, yeah. yeah, that I didn't agree with the way it was portrayed and they've kind of come out and said it's it's kind of taken a bit of the shine away from it. Cool. And then Scarlett Johansson for Jojo Rabbit is nominated as well for um, Marriage Story. So I think that I, no one has ever won when they've been nominated for two in yeah, the same year. Yeah, can't that happened. Kate here, Blanchett, right? I think, might have been the last one um, about 10 years ago. But I'm not sure she'll win either of them. Um, because pretty much everyone has said, Joaquin Phoenix, Brad Pitt, Renee Zellweger, Laura Dern. Anyway, we will fire Including up. all three of us in our bets. Uh, uh, exactly. There's no differentiation. We all took the safe route. So we'll yeah. fly up to some of the other, other categories. We may or may not have opinions on a lot of these. Um, but something like visual effects, what does it matter what our opinion on this is? But I'll read them out. Uh, Avengers Endgame, The Irishman, 1917, The Lion King, Star Wars, The Rise of Skywalker. All very different implementations yeah. of visual effects and digital so we all cinematography and all Avengers that kind of thing. for this, but now 1917 is kind of out in front as the favourite. So I thought the visual effects on the Irishman were terrible. Yeah. So I yeah. just cannot, I mean, I know it was sort of cutting edge, but terrible, and I can't believe it's not nominated. Well, I think they looked well young. I think they did that well, but it was all the stuff around that that made it look. But it's not bad. actually how they look. It's it's yeah everything goes. So like movement. how they move, I yeah. just couldn't but think Robert De Niro was old in the way he moved, and they're calling him kid, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, The Lion King. I don't know. I forgot that film even existed. Oh yeah, that was the most um, forgettable thing. Good to see Star Wars, the lowest rated Star Wars film um out there according to the fans. Rotten Tomatoes have about fifty one percent approval rating. Um. And yeah, I don't know. But good to see the Avenger, Avengers in there. Why not? Uh, costume design. Do, 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 do. We've got the Irishman from Sandy Powell. She has won many, many of these uh, things. Uh, Jojo Rabbit, Joker, Little Women, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Brackets, Brad Pitt's shirt that he takes <laughs> off on the roof. Mm. Yeah. 
being the best parts of the costume design. Yeah. So for this, we've I've picked Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. It's and between that you two have picked and Little, Little Women. Women. So. Well, I Little Women was a favorite or among the favorites. That's why I picked it. Mm-hmm. But also, I just coveted all the clothes, you know. And I think that it's got that luscious quality to it that, like, yeah, you just want to wear them. And people love period stuff, you know. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like, what do they tend to reward, reward in those? In those I think it is the but... big kind of glossy because the effort, the amount of effort that went into the Little Women, I'd say, is much harder than kind of going to a thrift store and finding something like... Yeah, although I did think the costumes were, were good on... In yeah, I thought time, it was amazing. You know? So I yeah. would be giving it to but I don't know. Did you go with your heart there or odds? No, kind of my heart. I think Once Upon a Time in Hollywood will, you know, capture that whole nostalgia thing. We'll, when we get on to Best Picture mm. and screenplays and stuff, I think uh, they love films about themselves in yeah. Hollywood. So I, I know there's a certain thing where they outline, and when they're doing the nominations uh, this year, they outlined who actually votes for each of these categories. So oh. of the 9,000 odd members of the Academy, I don't think all of them vote for all of the categories anymore. Um, so you only have the guild of costume designers. So they're rewarding each other. Mm. So with that in mind, would they look at something like Little Women as a perfect period thing? Maybe. Can I cut on with some trivia? Yeah. So I was looking up about the Oscar statuette, just as you mentioned guilds. So it's a knight holding a sword, which I kind of was never aware of. And the sword is on a reel of film, which has got five spokes, which correspond to the five original kind of divisions of the, the guild or the academy. Do you want to guess them? Director, writing, yeah. Yeah. acting, producing, and... Love. Electricity. So one more. Oh, kind of. It's in there. Production. Technicians. Mm. Oh, technicians. Yeah. Very good. Good trivia. Uh, go. All right. We'll plow ahead in this uh, review. We've already talked about this a little bit. Uh, movie and hair. Or, sorry, makeup and hair in the movies. Uh, mm-hmm. right. So makeup mm-hmm. and hair is a category. We've got Bombshell, Joker, first mentioned for Joker. Uh, Judy, Maleficent, Mistress of Evil, and 1917. Um, so the big favourite here, I think, would be Bombshell. Bombshell, And yeah. we've all gone for that. Uh, there was a time-lapse video that I saw today of Charlize Theron getting her, like, jaw, yeah, her I jowls. To, well, the, the first thing I looked up after watching it was the prosthetics or what they'd done to her face. I thought she'd had Botox and stuff, like, mm. specific Botox for the role. But, yeah. There's a really bad continuity error in 1917 at the very end when he is going back to sit down. There can't have been continuity errors because they filmed its one take. Oh, right. Mm. So when he's going back to sit down at the tree at the end, the back of his head is totally fine, even though he's had nothing done to it. And he should have a big bloody gash there. It's totally fine. I did not notice. Did yeah. you? I haven't talked to anyone really about this. I sent you a text. Did you like 1917? Yes. How did you I, feel? I enjoyed it. Yeah, I loved how it looked. And I felt like in a good way that this isn't a good thing. Like I was in a video game at times. It's exactly you know? where I was. A cutscene, yeah. an amazing cutscene from a video game. But I had no like emotional involvement with it. I loved it's Andrew really Scott's very... Uh, small cameo I did not I thought he played that like a modern day hipster I oh, okay. just didn't believe he existed in 1917 uh, really you know I thought it was quite funny who was it Benedict no Andrew no Scott. Andrew Scott oh Andrew Scott when he's oh, yeah, like yeah, what yeah. day is it uh, Friday oh none of us won you know and you kind of like throw this back if you get killed will you mm. yeah I thought that was good very good uh, so we'll talk about Joker a little bit later Judy's in there I don't know I oh, know one person work I know has seen Judy but did you no, didn't see. no desire. Yep, there we go. Sorry, Judy. Looking forward to um, Renee's acceptance speech, following on for her, her acceptance speech at the Globes, which is really a backhand compliment at everybody in the industry. For like, oh, thanks for letting me back. And, you know, seems quite bitter. 
But she did kind of go off the wall there, so... She went in, she got bad advice or got screwed over by somebody. She also so. put a load of shit in her face and she looked mental and she just couldn't have played anyone. I mean... Yeah. No expression. Didn't her and Jack White used to go out? Am I thinking of something? Yeah. yeah. And Damien Rice as well. On another oh, point. yeah. Oh. Interesting. She's nominated. But she's more than her men. Okay. Cold Mountain, Jack yes. White Link. Um, original songs. So just before I introduce these, I just saw a story that Billie Eilish is going to be doing a special performance. So... Is it um, a Bond song? That's what people kind of think, but maybe they'll do some other thing like that. But Why? she has done a Bond song. Well, last year Queen did a thing. Yeah, but there they was started... a film about Queen. Bond isn't nominated for anything. I it's, guess is that like it's a, a free, for an ad? A free ad? The most Jesus. advanced thing. So she'll be unveiling her song, I suppose. Anyway, the actual nominees here are I Can't Let You Throw Yourself Away. I don't know any of the songs here, by the way. Toy Story 4. I'm Gonna Love Me Again. Rocket Man. Rocket Man. I'm standing with you from breakthrough into the unknown. Frozen two and stand up from Harriet. The Frozen two song is good. Uh, we all went for I'm gonna love me again. Yeah, but that was for me. It's one to three. But uh, what looks like it might be an outsider here is Harriet. Um, the other one, the and that's what Zoe biopic picked. of Harriet Tubman. Yeah. We did this was all got all these nominations. So I was like, I don't even know what this film is. It's yeah. the only film of a bit of diversity. It's a it's a period drama uh, I guess but um, so that could be where we slip up you know on the night. on Harriet okay and the person who's nominated for best actress and did that song can win an EGOT and can be the youngest person to win an EGOT I don't have her name written down so I do apologise for doing this without notes um, or without internet so it's fun but uh, an EGOT so an Emmy a Grammy an Oscar and a Tony, Tony if she gets it so that's fun isn't it Trivia. So we all said Rocketman. Cool. Yeah. And will all of them be performing? Probably. That seems to be what they do. I, I think, think they so. cut that out last year where it was only certain songs and there was a big kind of controversy. Yeah, I thought so as well. It's so... a bit picky if you don't let them all do it. Mm. So score, always of note um, when you then load these up. One of my favourite things about Spotify is the fact that you can just actually put on a film score now and for an era, you never really, well you used to buy film soundtracks. scores. Like, well, more um, so soundtracks. soundtracks. Yeah. Yeah. But you're an anomaly. And whereas now actually you can be like, oh, I really enjoyed it. My first CD was a soundtrack. Anyone want to guess what it was? About 13 years old. Ghostbusters. No. I wasn't born in, like, I was born in 1997. Uh, Batman Forever. These are good guesses. Godzilla. No. Very no. good. I hadn't actually seen the film at the time, but I really liked the music in it because my brothers and sisters had watched it and I was like, oh, cool. National Lampoon's Monaghan no. Vacation. Fiction. Oh, that is very mature for years. I had loads of soundtracks from reviewing films on Echo Island because they didn't pay you, but they gave you merchandise. Oh. So invariably it's soundtracks. So I had the Godzilla. I had You've Got Mail. They're the ones I can remember. Forrest yeah. yeah. Gump, great soundtrack for CD. Oh. Yeah. Um, original score. Joker's going to win, seemingly. So we've got Joker, mm -hmm. Little Women, Marriage Story, 1917, Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker. So... The composers of these are Hildur Godnadotter, Alexander Desplat, um, Randy Newman, Thomas Newman, John Williams. There's uh, there's some trivia that Thomas Newman and like the Randy Newman thing, they have the most combined nominations or something for uh, Oscars because there's so many of them involved in like different songs. Oh, that yeah. is fascinating. Um, John Williams, this is his whatever insert insert overdub of however many he's won but he's getting close to Walt Disney at this stage um I just to comment on two of them I do remember both in Joker in 1917 where the score became 
the dominant thing that I felt I was experiencing. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I want to reward that or is that what a score should do? Um, I, do, I don't know. Do you remember in Joker? Like, I find Joker, yeah, but in a good way. But yes, that definitely became dominant. But it did like swell emotion, which I guess is the idea of it. Yeah. Bit of a snub. People are saying that no Oscar nod for Uncut Gems score, which was quite mm, good. Well, that's true. Yeah, the score. Yeah, absolutely. Well, these are all somewhat traditional scores, aren't they? So yeah. I don't know. So you're saying Joker? Did we all say Joker? We, we did. did. Um. So great. Okay. Uh. What's up next? We're shooting up the list. Yeah. This is now, I know this is your favourite one. This is production design. Do you know what production oh design is? Next. No, how a chair looks in how a room. a chair looks like? The light switch detail. <laughs> the paint. The decor. Like, this is actually probably the most, if they demonstrated what this was and you went into a museum, this would probably the mo- be the most interesting thing. But for us to vote for them at home, we're well, like, I, I what think, are we picking? I think sound mixing would be the one that I'd be like, what? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Anyway. yeah that seems I guess f- from this, for me, did I say Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? We all did. We all, we all did. did. Yeah. Like, they rebuilt Sunset Boulevard. They did this whole thing. Everything looked flawless. And also it's favourite to win. And it was the so, favourite. But yeah. I do remember at the time thinking, love the production design of this. Little Women <laughs> has to be nominated here. No? It is not in there, no. Hmm. The Irishman. See, the Irishman had a lot of digital stuff as well, which, you know, that they re- recreated yeah. certain I... backdrops and stuff. Martin um, yeah. Scorsese does that a good bit. Um... Jojo Rabbit is just, I'd say they used, reused the set from loads of other World War II things. Ooh, controversial. Um, and obviously 1917, you have to kind of amend, like commend all of their trenches. Yeah, the stuff. trench looked great. Yeah. Um, we haven't got to talk about Parasite yet. We're at a bit of a disability here. I've seen it. I've seen a preview. Two of you haven't. No, going to see it at the weekend, hopefully. So yeah. I will be well informed having not voted for it. <laughs> having not voted for it. Do you want to guess what the odds are for it for Best International you Film? You did yeah, yeah, but like I haven't seen it. Oh, right, yeah. yeah. What are the odds for it to win? Best international film, yeah. probably f- 1 to 20. 1 to 50. 1 to 100. 1 to wow. 100. Yeah. For <laughs> everyone else. Add your yeah. deposit for your house. For Pain and Glory. No, I haven't seen Parasite, but Pain and Glory is the next yeah. second favourite there, and I thought that was, was one of my films of the year um, last year. It's the only contemporary story, so we'll find this when we get on to Best Picture. Um, The rest of them are all recreating stuff from the past. This year's Oscars is very much vintage nostalgia kind of stuff um obviously mm. the irishman Jojo Rabbit, 1917 once upon a time in hollywood all 20th century stories yeah um, i don't know just of note from a production point of view um speaking of world war ii films the last time the oscars uh were not made of metal they were made of plaster it was during world war ii because they wanted to get behind the war effort and then after world war ii ended anybody who had won an oscar that was made of plaster was invited back to get a proper oscar made of metal yeah. Wow. An Oscar made of plaster, I assume they just like dropped them and the heads came off and there was like a bit of a bit of a dose there. Mm. Alright, now I probably will just do these in the two because neither of us are sound people. <laughs> or or um but you know, sound. We said nineteen seventeen for both of them, for all of them. Uh, yeah, like I presume it's 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 so the, the, in the sound mixing category. Uh, I mean, who cares? Astra, yeah. Ford v Ferrari, Joker, nineteen seventeen, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, um, and in the sound editing category, Ford v Ferrari, Joker, nineteen seventeen, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and Star Wars: The Rise of Skywalker. So there's always a huge correlation between the two of these. One is about recording all the sounds, blah blah blah, what the, crafting all that stuff, and then the other is. When you have all the sounds, how you mix them together. Why? Um, yeah, it'd be the, interesting the, the, to the, know when they came into the 
Interpol. Well, I think you just must assume that the sound department have a very strong union or lobby group or something, that they got these two distinct categories, even though really they end up being the same category. Yeah. Did anyone else see Ford v. Ferrari? Le Mans 66. Le Mans 66. No, that's I didn't it. So, yeah, I should use its <laughs> European name. Yeah. Um, it's very good. The sound is very loud in it, and motor oh. and sport. Films never really get rewarded at the board season. But uh, oh. I don't know. I would be saying, you know, 1917, but simply because that's the ultimate. It's like an IMAX experience as much as it is an actual story. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Thoughts? Yeah, no, it kind of has to be in 1917. Had no real strong. We've all said 1917. Okay. Cool. So, film editing, ladies and gentlemen, we have Parasite, Joker, Jojo Rabbit. The Irishman and Ford v Ferrari, aka Le Mans sixty six. So this normally is the category where the films nominated for best picture are a big favorite, but obviously this year, much like Birdman, uh, nineteen seventeen has no apparent edits, so they decided to um, leave it out of there. Yeah, so. the big shock this last year was um, Bohemian Rhapsody winning Everyone for film editing, editing. and everyone was oh, like, yeah, "What?" Yeah. It's the worst edited film in the world. Edited, but then yeah. it came out after because I think it's one of the films where wasn't it one of the people were, that worked on it was surprised like someone that well edited he was, it was like it was almost won. like a you know well done in cobbling this together because it was almost put in two films because mm. Brian Singer was kicked out yeah yeah then the other guy was brought in who subsequently went on to direct Rocketman and then the editor had to meld these two films together so it was kind of more like a reward for him okay so we've all said. Um, Ford v Ferrari. I've we said Parasite. Yeah. Oh, you've said Parasite. They're all identical odds, though. So some bizarre reason I said Parasite. Mm. And users said the the car film. Mm. So who knows? Probably be Joker. Um. Now we're going up to the recently renamed category: Best International Feature Film. It used to be Farin. Farin, Farin film. Farin. Um. Which actually international feature. I guess film not in the English language is what they're actually trying to say. Yeah. Um. So, Parasite uh, from uh, Bong Joon-ho, Pain and Glory, Pedro Almodovar, Les Miserables from Lajli, Honeyland, Tamara Kodevska and Lubo Stefanov and Corpus Christi, Jan Kamasa. Polish I just wanted to go through all the names. Yeah, yeah. I thought the breadth of your language skills there was great. Yeah, mm. I've seen two of these. Same. Has anyone... Zoe picked... Well, no, she didn't pick it for a win, but she... Le Miserable was one of her films of the year from last year. Wow. So yeah. we have a diverse mix of some people in our Oscar pool, so including an American... So that's cool. Um, so we have we all said Parasite? Yes. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Even though Pain and Glory is brilliant. Probably, uh, yeah. Okay, so he did I, quite well last year. I know, at the start, I know. So. I mock him and yet. Yeah. Just, I think he probably did better than me last year. The the films to trip us up on the short are the next two categories, animated short and live action short. Unfortunately, sometimes you get to see them in cinema. Last year, you got to see them in a theatrical run, I think. It's great. But New York, we, yeah. yeah, and I saw them in Toronto one time. We don't get them over here, as far as I know. Do they play in the lighthouse at some point? No, Maybe. I don't think so. So anyway, the films that we will see, I don't think there's no Irish interest in these this year either. So no. Learning to Skateboard, this is the documentary short. So um, actually, there's three short categories. Yeah, animated, live action, and documentary. Yeah. So in... And we, we have, we've kind of gone... Me and Ethan have gone for the same things and Nigel has gone rogue and picked a different in each one. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So we look forward to these. Um, so we'll move on to documentary feature. 
um, mm. rather than list all the other ones. So yeah. this is always an interesting one. Um, American Factory, The Cave, The Edge of Democracy, For Sama, and Honeyland. You've picked For Sama, Nigel, which probably now, I don't know the odds, but I'd say it's got better odds, does it? No, it's still American practice? Factory. Is it? I think For Sama is still too political. It won the BAFTA, I think, didn't yeah, it? it? But did. it's a Channel she 4. She made a very political yeah. It's a Film 4 funded thing. American Factory's got the Obamas behind it. And yeah. I watched it. it was yeah, you're probably good. the only person who's seen it in the studio and seen it, haven't you? No, no. no. See, yeah. it's good watching. It's about, mm. it's about a factory where they yeah. used to make cars and now they make kind of glass and stuff. So, uh, yeah. So we will plough ahead. Is everyone having a good time, by the way? Looking forward to... What snacks are we going to have for the Oscars? We'll take an interlude and discuss food I, I look forward to the politics elements of the... Well, we'll have our general election. The election counts. Yeah, under the Broadcasting Act, we're actually as a... We can't discuss it openly. Oh, is this a not here in Nortina. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, wait, is there is there an embargo? Um, it will be great, though, because, yeah, the, the, Oscar, the Oscars will coincide with the... Irish election TV coverage and radio coverage and everything so we'll have a good sample of who our next government will be by the time this is happening at Brilliant. midnight on Sunday night so much so much excitement for one night yeah. well it'll give us something else during the ad breaks rather than watching the clowns do yeah, yeah. the sky movies yeah I think crazy. we put money in the middle and just say <laughs> on every single count by the end yeah um, okay, so we'll go back to the Oscars which obviously will be will be equally um, important and relevant to our our lives um cinematography it has to be 1917 i mean you would imagine so we have all said that what um, is the competition once upon a time in hollywood robert richardson 1917 roger deakins the lighthouse yaren blashk joker lawrence share the irishman rodrigo prieto the irishman yeah Hmm. So we haven't seen The Lighthouse yet. We hope to see it in the next couple of days. But it certainly seems of note, a bit like Bait, the Irish film, of something that they're doing something interesting with. Um, I don't know. Like, would you say... But didn't Roger Deakins hadn't won for ages, mm. but he broke that. So now he's... Has he still only won one? So maybe his yeah. curse will come back and it could be... Um, what was the first one he said? Sorry. The Irishman Joker. Once Upon a Time. Yeah, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood was beautifully Yeah, young, like, I'd so. probably prefer to give it to that, maybe. Okay, we're getting into the business end of things now. Yeah. Um, original screenplay. I think you write. This Why could be. I do. Would this is you... my favorite category. Yeah. I is this what you'd like to win an Oscar for? Oh, I don't know. Like, yeah, I guess like. For directing. Uh, I think I would like to have won it for acting. Like when I actually once might once yeah. wanted to win like fifteen years ago. Now, I mean, the most likely screenplay, but it's pretty unlikely. Well, you are a so, writer rather well, than an actor, so written, I think... Yeah, I've never written a screenplay. But I'm always interested because I think the amount of original material made in cinema is diminishes every year. Like, even stuff, you know, that the average person doesn't realise is adapted, is, is often yeah. adapted from something, you know. Yeah. And so that I think that, that generally tends up being a stronger category than the original category. Yeah, this year... Yeah, I think actually this year a lot of the stronger films are original compositions, mm. which is a novelty. Like the acting categories, with the exception of René Zellweger, are mostly not real people, are they? Or mm. like a most, you know, for once. I mean, it's you don't not... have to be real people, though. I mean, Little Women. Sorry, yeah, but adapted right? from. Mm. That's fair enough, actually, yeah. So but adapted from articles or portraits. Two categories we have the novelty of Greta Gerwig for. Uh, Little Women and then Noah Baumbach for Marge Story who are now lovers yes. and have a child 
yeah. going so out, they so. can both win yeah and they're in best picture as well so original screenplay we'll go through uh, mm-hmm. parasite once upon a time in hollywood 1917 marriage story and i think the solitary nomination for ryan johnson knives out so I mean that's really a... I did not think the writing in that was good. I thought the tone was all over the place. Sorry, yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was oh, gonna say yeah, he did direct her notes. Doing a Martin. Martin. Martin of the group. Yep. So um for me Mary I think Lou. these are all Lou. well Who am I? Mary Lou. Nigel's Leo. Fair enough. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we Tarantino went is the big favourite time, but we thought he was, is he? It's not anymore. Yeah. It's Parasite now is the favourite for original screenplay. Okay. But Little Women is also not the favourite for uh, adapted screenplay. It's now Jojo Rabbit is slightly edged. I haven't moved on to adapted screenplay yet. Sorry. I'll move on I to adapted we screenplay now. Together. I haven't read them out though. Uh, so you've mentioned Little Women. We also have The Two Popes, Joker, Jojo Rabbit and The Irishman. Um, so Stephen's Alien. Two Popes adapted from? Probably so an article. No. Uh, is it a lot? Is it an article? I don't know. I it's matter. Like a beautiful day in the neighborhood is an article. Hustlers, which cruelly has no I know. nominations here, but um, yeah, the the article is a good thing. So we've all said Little Women, but now you're saying the favorite is first. Jojo for adapted screenplay. Cool. So Taika yeah. Waititi winning would be cool as well. These are all good people, aren't mm-hmm. they? Did you like Jojo Rabbit? Thought it was okay. I didn't see Jojo Rabbit. I heard terrible things, and then about they're quite mixed. Word of mouth, it I, became really good. Yeah, after a couple of weeks. I think it's a solid three. Mm. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, that wouldn't have been Yeah, I would think. It. Yeah, I would. I would agree with that. As in, just left me a bit kind of like, oh god. Mm. Yeah. But I don't know. Um. Okay, so moving up the list then, as we are we just with picture and director or what's kind of no, small we've got left? leads. We've got animated feature. Yeah, so we went through animated short again. That just happened to be in my animated. So mm. animated feature. So I have seen. One of these. So we've got Klaus. Did everyone, anyone watch Klaus? No. The Netflix. Uh, it's the outsider. I watched about half an hour on it. Oh, really? It's the I outsider in this. Toy Story 4 is seen as the favourite, but Klaus, yeah. some people I are saying, actually might pivot. Yeah. Okay, okay, so we've also got Missing Link, I Lost My Body, How to Train Your Dragon, The Hidden World. How to Train Your Dragon? Is that like number three or something? Mm. Mm. Okay, How to Train Your yeah. Dragons, yeah. Okay. The, um... Weeks All the hipsters, after. I think, want How I Lost My Body. It's on Netflix. It's also meant to be amazing. And Missing Link, apparently, is brilliant, but didn't get to see it. Yeah, it's always a funny category, because you have these films that take no, years Frozen and years too. and zillions of euros I, uh... to make, and then you get a, one or two cool independent ones, which mm. is fun. I mean, Toy Story 4 is favourite, but and it's good, but it's by far like one of the weaker Toy Stories, perhaps the weakest in the franchise. Yeah. Mm. So here is a divisive one, which actually the bigger question that we're going to get to is is around the best picture one. But the precursor to that is a director. Will it map the to the best picture uh, in the way it often does or will a different film be rewarded on this? So uh, last year, Green Room won. Um, but I don't think the director, Peter Far- like Peter Farley, wasn't. So who got director last year? <laughs> See what the impact that it has. We've completely forgotten. Mm. Anyway, it'll come back to us. It'll come to us, yeah. Yeah, so for Best Director... I think it was a Farden Director. It was uh, Roma. Oh, that's right, because it didn't win Best Picture. Alfonso yeah. Cuaron. Yeah. So Martin Scorsese, The Irishman, Todd Phillips, Joker, Sam Mendes, 1917, Quentin Tarantino, Once Upon... Sir Sam Mendes. I'm so sorry, I think he's been made a nice... Is he? 
Quentin Tarantino, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and Bong Joon-ho, Parasite. So a tiny bit of trivia. If Sam Mendes wins, as the bookies would have you believe, it would be the biggest gap between wins between first and second Oscars I think oh American Beauty American Beauty and it's a 20 year gap between the two mm. so it's good trivia, isn't it? Nigel I and I have gone for Bong Joon-ho and Edna has gone for Sam Mendes so Sam Mendes is the favourite but I kind of I don't know I think that's come on the back of the BAFTA wins I don't think you can put too much stock in the Oscars from the BAFTAs because I mean, they're he, very British friendly but he was favourite before the BAFTAs as well so was he? Yeah. Okay. And how does America feel about World War One? World War Two seems They're not to be so their involved, film. are they? Yeah. yeah. It seems more of an English. Do uh, they know it was a different war? Yeah. Poppies and you know, yeah. the Somme, etc. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think that could be the decider. Like, I think it'll come down to the wire in our pool between like films and director and stuff. I think it'll be pretty tight. Yeah. So it could be all resting on the best film. Keep and, us watching till the end. And f- five, five men in this. Um, yeah, and there was there was did a lot of commentary see, around that the credit card went to Did you see Rebel Wilson's uh, speech at the BAFTAs? No. She was introducing the best director uh, category and um, she just, they obviously set it up because she had a two and a half minute intro basically where she's like shite that there was no women in it. And yeah, it was, it's very funny. It's worth a look. It's on YouTube, Rebel Wilson, BAFTAs. There was a lot of talk of the BAFTAs, like a lot of people up there making speeches about inclusivity. Joaquin Phoenix did, did the same them, thing. Yeah, yeah, for climate change and animal rights. Good man, Joaquin. Right, lead actress, Cynthia Erivo Harriet. Applause. Scarlett Johansson, Marriage Story. Applause. Saoirse Ronan. Yay! Yeah. Little Women. Her, uh, was the fourth nomination? Yeah. Um, Charlize Theron, Bombshell, and Renee Zellweger, Judy. So, big favourite, uh, Renee Zellweger. And, and we have her down, but I presume no one's actually excited by that. It's just No, inevitable. like, is is there ever going to be a film or an uh, Oscar season where Saoirse Ronan is the big favourite and she wins one of these? Things? I think I when mean, she gets a bit older. No, she I still think is it, quite young. It's just, she, I but mean... Jennifer Lawrence was winning. Like, she's won, like, two by... The age Saoirse Ronan was. Yeah, but no? the, what she's coming up I've against. made that up. I, I, think, no. I think Brooklyn no, would have been a better film for her to win for than this, but I mean, I guess. I, to me, this is my favourite of her Oscar nominations. But yeah, it's kind of disappointing that she won't win. But again, we could have a maybe repeat last year where Eddie Zellberger's a lock, but Saoirse Ronan wins. Yeah, the odds are very much no. not in her yeah. favour. Um, but we'll see what happens. It's always a good one, and there's a bit of, you know, sisterhood between them all, and they, you know. So, lead actor. Antonio Banderas, Pain and Glory, Leonardo DiCaprio, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Adam Driver for Star Wars Rise of... Oh, sorry. Uh, Adam Driver <laughs> for Marriage Story, Joaquin Phoenix, Joker, and Jonathan Price, The Two Popes. Yeah. So, I, I mean, mean Joaquin, like if Joaquin doesn't win, it will be one of the biggest shocks. Um, you know, I think it's yeah, good I, I'd, love, to I'd love to see Adam Driver win. Uh, I thought it was yeah. phenomenal in my the best film's good but he's the best thing about it I thought he was superb um, again I think Adam Driver has a long career ahead of him so he can kind of because it's it's Joaquin's fourth nomination but the role Joker like the, when the role itself is great I'm less impressed by the actor so like I think the Joker role is great and so yeah Joaquin's great in it but same with Joe in Little Women so she wrote like that's such a good role so it doesn't impress me as much that she does a great job with that you know Oh, but to me, I think it's even harder not to fuck up. Like, it, it adds an extra weight to it, where you're like, everybody knows this is an amazing character, so there's so much weight on it. 
Whereas if it's nobody, you're like, we don't know what to expect from this character. Yeah, I just... Uh, I get what you're saying. Yeah. But I loved Adam Driver's character. I didn't actually thought he was an asshole, but I just... Yeah, I you're, you're completely... It so much, the performance you know? is phenomenal. What do people think about the karaoke scene in March Story? Brilliant. Uh, good, yeah. Okay. Yeah. His karaoke scene. Oh, yeah, they both get a song. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I thought it was just like, oh. I was yeah. like, oh, he can sing too. Of course he can. Mm. Um, I would be picking Antonio Banderas for Pain and Glory and... In any other year, he could be a contender, yeah, but it's, it's a strong, strong category. Um, uh, okay, the big one. The big one. <laughs> so we're into Best Picture. Um, so we've got nine this year. Ford v. Ferrari, The Irishman, Jojo Rabbit, Joker, Little Women, Marriage Story, 1917, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and Parasite. So uh, when these were announced, everyone kind of thought 1917, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and maybe Parasite were the things. It seems the winds have kind of swung toward 1917. Seems like 1917 is kind of peak in its right time. And yeah. there's still the big thing of like, will a foreign film win Best Picture? Still don't think that's going to happen. So it'll be either 1917 or Once Upon a Time. Do you think there is, even though <clears throat> a lot of Netflix films uh, have gotten a lot of nominations, particularly the Irishman, but... I think there still is an anti-Netflix bias. 100%. And, I think yeah. by the end of it, you'll find that they've actually, while gotten nominated for a lot, they still won't Yeah, they won't check all, yeah. yeah. And the Once Upon a Time in Hollywood thing is why I've picked it, uh, mainly because we know from the likes of The Artist um, and Argo, and I had one other example from my trio. What's the one with... Uh, anyway... What was the point? Ho- what about it? Uh, Hollywood loves films about Hollywood. And, oh, uh, La La Land. But yeah, I, yeah, I yeah. think Quentin Tarantino is just a little bit too, slightly on the wrong side of me too. I'm not saying he's done anything, but there's a lot of talk around him. And I, I don't know, I just can't see him winning. Or it winning, but... Yeah, I did. Time will tell. Yeah, we shall see. Um, I think... But overall, when you look at that list, so the trivia bit there is that, like, all of them are period dramas apart from... All of them, yeah... Apart from Parasite, which is a weird, weird layout that there's nothing original. But... Final bit of trivia. What was Joaquin Phoenix's uh, first nomination for? Joker's yes. going to be his fourth nomination. He had three before it. He had uh, The Master. Then before that, he had Walked the Line. But in 2000, he was nominated for... Best Sound Mixing. Gladiator. For Fight Club. Gladiator. Oh, yes, of course. Yeah, How his down. career has changed. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Okay, well, we'll wrap it up there. Uh, we're going to be watching the Oscars on Sunday. Uh, we'll be following the conversation on Twitter. I'll be live Oscars tweeting. Hashtag... Be live fact checking. In fact, live falling <laughs> asleep great. having done the thing. I can't wait. The combination of, of, of an election and Oscar results is the ultimate. Like Peak. Probably yeah. the Super Bowl is on. We're going to crash on Monday. That's all I'll say. Anyway, we'll wrap it up there. And that's it. All right. Cheerio. I think this is the beginning of a beautiful friendship. Take one. Do you want anything from the shop? Call it out. Chocolate!